I recently saw the movie Oppenheimer. And so in this episode, all I want to do is call out the parallels I see between the technology and its growth that was happening in the 20s, 30s, and 40s as it relates to atomic energy and what's currently happening in cryptocurrency. I'm Jarrett Carpenter, and this is More Than Blockchain. If you haven't seen Oppenheimer, that's okay. I don't think I'm going to ruin anything. It's like not telling someone what's going to happen in the Titanic. I think they're going to be okay. There was a ship, it sank. In Oppenheimer, they created a bomb. Two of them exploded and it forever changed the way that we understand energy and kind of humanity. If we as humans now have the ability to potentially end humanity. The movie is all about the ethical and moral quandaries that come with humans being able to then have this power to almost play, if you will, a god or someone who can take life away at such a massive scale that we've really never seen before. Now, beyond all of that, I was fascinated by the parallels that I felt that there were between the movie and cryptocurrency today. Much of the first hour to hour and a half is all about Oppenheimer as a human being, as a student, and then as a teacher, his journey through academia, dealing with government, and dealing with his own personal life and balancing his relationship, his romantic interests with this new technology. Because it was something that so few people understood on the planet that much of the first hour is Oppenheimer traveling around the world to meet with people who really speak his language. Now, this is back in the 20s and 30s, so there wasn't the internet. So there wasn't a chat room that you could join. There weren't discords, if you will. So he literally had to be like, okay, let me go to Germany. Great. Let me drop in Denmark. Great. Let me go over to Belgium. Okay, oh, I hear that there's an astrophysicist or someone working on something similar in atomic energy or at this point, Oppenheimer was really talking about what happens when stars die, what happens when the amount of gravity gets pulled into the middle, and really what he was looking at, I, I think, is black holes. But at this time, there was only so many people on the planet that were interested in black holes. And I'm sitting there watching this, and I'm like, this is crypto. This is crypto now. And this has happened probably time and time and time again throughout history, where there's a new technology it attracts certain people towards it, scientists, academics, lifelong learners, the curious, whatever it is, it's going to attract a certain amount of people. But oftentimes these people, they don't all live in one community. They're spread out across the globe. So back in the 1920s and 30s, and even in the 1940s, when Oppenheimer wanted to meet with these people, he literally had to travel around the world. Today, when I want to talk with people in crypto, I talk to them in WhatsApp. I talk to them in Telegram. We share ideas on X spaces or on LinkedIn audios, or we meet each other on YouTube, and then we move to a messaging platform. We hop on a Google Meet, a Zoom, a Skype, whatever type of, you know, an iPhone FaceTime, a WhatsApp video call. There are now so many different ways for us to connect that we may not understand how global cryptocurrency is and how many of our communities that exist in crypto, mine specifically, I'll speak just strictly from my experience, are with people that are not near where I live ever. And so that to me is the importance of cryptocurrency events and that the more digital and virtual that cryptocurrency and blockchain and, and the Bitcoin community especially becomes, the more important the IRL is going to be. 
and I say this now in my context here is I'm sitting in a hotel room in Austin, Texas, recording this episode. I saw Oppenheimer about a week ago when I was in Columbia and was just like, oh my God, the first hour is this dude traveling around the world to sit in rooms with other people that don't think he's crazy, that actually think he can add value and keep the conversation moving forward. And if you're in crypto, NFTs, Bitcoin, anything tied to the blockchain back ecosystem, you have sought out and likely found people that don't think you're crazy, but are interested to hear what you're going to say and what are the questions you have to push the conversation forward. And that is my way of kind of tying that movie into my current existence as someone in cryptocurrency, as someone who's now working for a Bitcoin company. Because most of the people I work with now don't think I'm crazy. Not that, peop- not that friends and family think I'm crazy, but I don't think that I can relate to them when I talk about these things. Just because, like Oppenheimer, when he's talking about stars dying in the 1930s, people, it, it was so new and so different that it was almost off-putting. And so here we are today, while I'm not Oppenheimer and I'm not creating an atomic bomb under the Manhattan Project to end World War II, I am working in cryptocurrency. And if you're listening to this, you're likely also in Bitcoin and NFTs. And when you look around, your crypto community is not part of your immediate physical community. Even today, being here at Permissionless, I am meeting up with a guy from Florida and I'm meeting up with a guy from Canada. And we have a show together and we get to spend a lot of time IRL at these events, which is wonderful. But if I was back in Oppenheimer's time, I would have to get on a plane or, you know, ride a horse if it was, if it was, you know, Leonardo da Vinci's time, right? And he's like trying to figure out who he can collaborate with, right? So I just think it was a shout out to the fact that crypto, Bitcoin, NFTs, the entire blockchain backed ecosystem is really a global community. And we should all be super thankful that we have the technology so we don't have to get on planes and go see each other. But when we can, we should never take it for granted. And that is why I think crypto events are so important because in the virtual and the digital world, as that grows, the people you end up choosing to hang out with IRL, those relationships are going to mean even more. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed me trying to talk about how Oppenheimer kind of parallels with the cryptocurrency community and really just any new tech. Any new tech is going to galvanize certain people around it and likely be a global community, especially if it has to do with mathematics, energy, and science. If you think about it, that is really at the heart of Bitcoin. It's mathematics, energy, science, and now finance. So just like atomic energy, this new world of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency has a whole new community. It's a global one, and it's really exciting when they're able to get together. Thanks for checking out this episode of More Than Blockchain, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really did my best to try to draw parallels essentially from the atomic energy creation that happened in the 1930s and the 1940s to the new wave of blockchain-backed ecosystem creation with cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, NFTs, and the like. They are global communities, and it's really quite exciting. If you enjoyed this, go ahead. Please share it with a friend, family member, or colleague. As always, you can follow us on social media at More Than Blockchain. If you don't do so already, please go ahead and follow our YouTube at More Than Blockchain. And no matter where you listen to the podcast, please go ahead and subscribe. Thanks for checking out this episode of More Than Blockchain, and I'll see you next time.